Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and today we have my co-host. Uh, how you doing today, Miss Nikki Lachey? Hi, I am doing awesome. Cause guess who had a birthday on Friday? Ooh, ooh. Man, you know good and goddamn well whose birthday this is. Now you want to sound like a damn owl. Well, it's truly my birthday. Oh, happy belated birthday. Why, thank you. I appreciate that. What did you do for your birthday? Um, it was a quarantine birthday, so I didn't do much at all. You didn't? I don't think so. Oh, okay. You didn't go out skating? I wanted to go out skating, but I couldn't. Wow. Uh, I know it's a lot I got of... some skates, though. Oh, okay. So, uh, Amazon is your best friend, must be. Amazon. I, I had to delete it off my phone because I can't be ordering for Amazon no more. They're taking all my goddamn gold money. <laughs> That's Jay, but I would like to thank all the listeners out there, and uh, please continue to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. Wait a minute, you didn't ask me about my gifts. I had a lot of cool gifts for my quarantine birthday. So, what did you? What were your gifts for your quarantine birthday? Um, I got a neck massager. It's so cool. I got some exercise equipment, which is really cool. I even got a birthday cake. A birthday cake? A birthday cake. <laughs> How was the cake? Um, the cake is pretty good. I'm not, I don't really eat cake, but I ate the cake. Oh, okay. So you had to force it down to make, make the person... I didn't have to force it down. It was easy. It was an easy... Easy, easy, easy digest. Swallow. Yeah, easy digest. <laughs> now that's what's I'm glad you had a a, a good birthday. And I got even I even got a sex toy. Oh boy, I wonder where this is going. You got a sex toy? <laughs> Say out loud. I got a sex toy for my birthday. What kind of sex toy did you get? Guess what I got it from. Where did you get it from? My weird daughter. Holy crap, you got to be shitting me. Are you serious? Did you accept that motherfucker? Did she help you use it? I mean, I just, have, I just have a lot of questions. I just have so many questions. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, we're going to talk about, uh, uh, speaking of notes, we're going to go ahead and talk about this new film that actually I've seen a few times. I thought it was a TV series, but Nikki, you wanted to do a review on this film? Yes, I love um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, don't we got to introduce some stuff? Though? Yeah, I, I, I didn't introduce it yet. I don't know where you well, just... What are you talking about then? I was getting ready to, but you just, you just had... What'd you ask my opinion about? What? What you just called me for? I, I thought that was my cue. The cue to do what? I don't know. I was doing what I do. That's what I do. I just do it. I mean, you like totally threw this guy off. I mean, with that that answer, who bought it for you? I mean, that's 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 wild. I mean, I, I, yo, like I would be thrown off too. Man, I have so many questions. Today we will be reviewing. The high note. Yes, the high note. And now the um. It was something you would like to say about this film, The High Note? Was there something? Before I introduce the characters and the directors and all of that stuff? I can wait. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. So, anyway, um, just to give you um, 
a description or the log line for this film. It's an undervalued uh, personal assistant of a famous but aging superstar who wants to move forward to become a, mu a music producer. Now, the director for this film, you have Nisha Ganatra. Uh, she directed Transparent, Future Man, and Dear White People. And you have the writer, uh, the Dear White People series. And you have the writer, Flora Greenson, who wrote Queen for a Day. And the characters for this film, you have Maggie Sherwood, played by Dakota Johnson. She was in Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Now, have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes, I have. Did you enjoy it? Um, All three? Like I think I only seen the first two. Is it wasn't three? Three of them. They had a movie for all three. I think it's three. I don't think it was a movie for all three. Yeah, it's three. Okay, I've only seen two of them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The 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 the, the freakiness in you just. It wasn't freaky at all. It was actually very very PG. For real? Yeah. Oh, people made it seem like it was so freaky. You didn't see it? Nah, it's not my not my not my cup of tea. It wasn't freaky. It wasn't like porn freaky. That's all. I mean, of course you're not gonna have a big well, you like know, porno. Uh, I forgot that movie that they played. The first porno movie that they played that was in New York. Uh, big lips, some lips. It had lips on it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it I'm also sure it had a lot of lips on it. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. And uh, uh, Social Network. That's the other uh, film that. Dakota Johnson played in. Then you have Grace Davis played by Tracy Ellis Ross. She was in Blackish, Girlfriends, and Daddy's Little Girls. Now you said you had a lot to say about Tracy Ellis Ross. What are your favorite? Tracy, I love her, but she's to me she's not a serious actor. She's more of a comical actress, <laughs> and I can't really take her seriously in a serious role or a role that requires her to be. Um, Unfriendly, like when I see her, I think about Auntie Tracy. She's so sweet, she's so nice, she can't do anything wrong. That's what I think about Tracy Ellis Ross. I love her, I think she's a beautiful woman, she's a great actor, but she can't be mean. She can't be mean, she can't be a diva. Not Tracy, no. Yeah, I'll tell you about the time I met Tracy Ellis Ross, and I'm sure it was a positive experience because she is a positive woman. And you bet not say anything mad about Tracy, she's thick. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> Just think, yeah. Anyway, but um, I actually met um her mother um because like her mother came into town, Diana Ross, the the legendary Diana Ross. She came into town and uh, the concierge. I think she liked pecan ice cream or something like that. Mm. And so um, me and the concierge, we had to go and get Mrs. Diana Ross, Miss Diana Ross, some pecan ice cream. Y'all better get to that pecan ice cream and yeah. get my milk. And so, like, I, like all of her family was there. Like, because, you know, her son actually played in that movie, ATL. Mm -hmm. So, I believe he was there. They had another son. He had dreads at the time. He was there. Miss uh, Tracy Ellis Ross was there. Um, so, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool seeing the family. And I was just kind of, you know, staring at Miss Tracy Ellis Ross. You know. <laughs> so, that's my story. Leave my auntie story. alone. Don't be messing with me. All right. Let your auntie get too close. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, yes. So I, if I didn't say what she played on, it was Blackish Girlfriends and Daddy's Little Girls. I, I wish they would do a remake of Girlfriends. They need to keep the original cast though. Aren't they doing another Girlfriends? No, they were supposed to do a Girlfriend movie, but I don't know. It never. Oh, it's a movie. It was they were going to make it a movie, make the you know another Girlfriend, but it was supposed to be the Girlfriend movie. That would probably be pretty good. They have Tracy. It will be. <laughs> And also you have David Cliff, played by Kelvin Harrison Jr. He was in The Photograph and The Godfather of Harlem. And you have Jack Robertson, played by Ice Cube. He was in Boys in the Hood and The Friday Trilogies. Now, now Maggie uh, is a personal assistant to the superstar singer Grace Davis, who's overworked and sometimes feels taken for granted, referring to Maggie. Now, Maggie has dreams of being a producer, but her current job is taking too much of her time. She meets David, and she enjoys his personality and his talent. While working as an assistant for a star, she tries to juggle the producer job with her personal assistant job, and it seems like she's having a hard time. Now, anything you would like to add to the story of this story? Yep, that's about it. David was an up-and-coming artist who's trying to uh, make it on his own without the, uh, the without the support of his celebrity background. He just wanted to do it on his own, and working with a no-name producer would probably help him create his own street creds versus just getting credit credibility because of his, who's his family. Oh, okay. Now, lost. No, excuse me. I'm gonna say lost and found. I'm, I'm at the job. Uh, <laughs> lost and found. <laughs> likes and dislikes. So, what are your likes? Tracy Ellis Ross. I love Tracy. I, I, I was happy to see her in a movie setting. So that's what I really like. I like Ice Cube as well. Um, he played his typical um, sarcastic role. <laughs> You know, just the mean manager. Um, I like that Tracy Ellis got the sing. You know, we, we didn't even know that she had a nice singing voice. And she does have a pleasant singing voice. Right. Um, I like the original music that they used for the for the uh, movie as well. That was um, highlighted. So I, I appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, see, my likes. I uh, liked that David, when uh, Maggie met David how smooth David was. He didn't have to like, you know, most cats who can sing would probably try to use that to their advantage mm-hmm. with a song right off top because they met in a, what, a grocery store or whatever or in a market. So he actually was singing off key on purpose, but he engaged a conversation with Maggie. Then after the fact, he was like, you know, come check me out, blah, blah, blah. He pretended like he didn't know who um, Sam, Cook. Sam Cook was. And, uh, when Maggie left out of the market, she saw David on stage getting ready to perform, and he was actually seeing Sam Cooke. <laughs> and, you know, it actually sounded good. So that's what made it, I felt like, very Mackish for him to, like, just hold a conversation, keep her interest for the most part. I mean, you could tell she didn't really want to engage too, too much, but she did. She engaged in conversation with him, and by the time she walked out, that's when he hit her, where he hit her with his 
Well, no, that's when she stumbled upon it because he was outside singing from the public. You know, he was kind of showcasing his skills out in front of the grocery store that she was actually um, shopping at. So she stumbled upon it. It wasn't like he was like, hey, look at me. No, he, he was like, hey, look at me. He looked at him and was like, hey, look at me. I know who Sam Cook is. <laughs> he said that with his eyes to her, you know. He didn't, and she was like, oh. He didn't verbally say anything. He just did his thing. Now, he looked at her. He gave her that body language. Well, she looked at him because he was performing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, also, uh, Grace and Jack's chemistry. I really enjoyed their chemistry. I wish... The story was evolved around those two, um, Tracy Ellis Ross and Ice Cube. I mm-hmm. felt like that would have been a pretty interesting story. Um, I felt like it probably probably would have been more interesting than this story because we get to like we saw well, what happened. Say, yeah, she kind of talked about the, the fact that they have been together since she was like seventeen years. Eighteen, old. yeah, seventeen, eighteen, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, just seeing their friendship blossom to see how. Um, uh, uh, they had to actually see, believe see how, in each other in order for them to get to where they are now. She had to trust him to be her manager, and he had to trust her to trust her to be his artist because they they pretty much the only two that they had. Right, yeah. they, they act like a married couple. Right, you know. So yeah, I, I definitely minus the sexual relationship. Right, right, right. But it, it was basically like a, a married couple, and I would definitely love to see just those two. Um, carried a film but you know um, it didn't go that route uh, but I did like Ice Cube's part he uh, was very very um, antagonistic toward Maggie the main character um, they bumped heads a lot because Maggie felt that uh, Grace should go in a certain direction and um, by, by Jack actually being the manager of Grace he felt that uh, Maggie was stepping in, you know. Yeah, he felt like this his... was my client. Yeah. You want to do what you want to do. You need to do with your own client because I've been with her since she was 17. So I know what's best for her. I know what to do for her. And you keep, you are interfering with our relationship. Right. And I did. I also like, it was a scene I did like when they were in the studio working. And that's when Maggie pulled Grace to the side. And she was letting Grace know that, hey... That music wasn't, you know, because it was a, a producer that was making Maggie's, excuse me, making Grace's uh, uh, remix. He was going to remix one of uh, Grace's songs. Famous producer for the movie. Can't think of his name now. But um, uh, Maggie pulled Grace to the side and was like, hey, you know, I have a better mix. This so is she didn't pull it to the side. She told her right in front of her, this is garbage. You can't play. You can't play. No, she, she, she pulled it to the other room. They didn't know the mic was on. Because remember, Ice Cube was like, we can hear you. No, that was what she did afterwards. But in the beginning, that's why Cube had got on her was like, you can't say that in front of the producer. What about next time you want to work with the producer? You done insulted him. So she she said it in front of him as well. She kind of insulted his creativity, his vision of what he thought the remix was. Although Ice Cube... But she pulled him to the side to tell her that, that she had her own remix. Part. Yeah, that was the yeah. second part. Which I, which I said that first she pulled part, to the side that she had a remix. The but. first part is when she insulted the producer right in front of his face. And that's what really rubbed um, her manager. What's his name? What's Ice Cube's role? Oh, Jack. That's what really rubbed Jack wrong. 
Jack was pretty much explaining to her, like, you new to the business, so you don't know how it works. We know this garbage. We know we're not going to use this at all. But you don't tell him that you think his work is garbage because we might need him down the line. That's how you. That's how it works in the industry. And you're you're messing with that that relationship with us. Right. Now, uh, yeah. So, but the part where they were in the uh, studio, right. I wanted to uh, definitely uh, unpack that because that actually happened to me before. <laughs> and that was embarrassing. Because uh, one of my homeboys, Mac, he was performing. He, he was cutting his record. And I don't know. I was just, you know, we was in the room by ourselves. And I was just asking a question because uh, one of our homeboys, Shanti, and his homeboy was getting into it. I think his uh, uh, Polo, his name was Uzi Polo. That was his name. And they kind of was, you know, had some words. I was like, yo, what's going on with Shanti and Uzi Polo? And they can hear me. So they heard everything we were talking about, and uh, and then I even said even clean. I was like, yeah, well, clean changed this, you know, the rap. And then I, you know, I didn't know clean was there. Clean heard that. I could tell clean was disgusted with, because <laughs> clean was like, I, you know, because he just came in the room was like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep it how I want to, whatever, whatever. I was like, how the hell he know what I was talking about? Like, oh shit, the mic's right here. They can probably hear everything we got there gonna say. Yeah, so that was that was hilarious. I, so I did. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did uh, have that happen to me where you think you're in a yeah, quiet room. Uh oh, uh oh, Yeah, you, you think you're in a quiet room with the mics right there, and everything is everybody can hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I know sometimes when you think you hung up the phone on somebody and you start talking crap about them, and then the phone not even hung up. Do you have an experience? When I that did, happened? but I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious. But yeah, um, but no, this film did have subtle uh, comedy moments, and um, yeah, it, it was cool. It was it, it was cool. Um, now the dislikes. What did you dislike about this film, Nikki Lachey? I think that the food, the 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 film was very predictable. So we kind of predicted everything that was going to happen prior to it. Right. What was your prediction? I predicted that they. Oh, it's a spoiler alert. I predicted that David was going to be the son of Grace. That's what I predicted. I predicted. What else did I predict? That was it. Well, that was pretty much the bulk of the, of the movie. Yeah, and we predicted that that her trying to get David on stage last minute. We predicted that that wasn't going to happen. That it, that he was going to say no. We. I, I predicted that. You predicted, which was good. I, your prediction was really good on the nose, actually. It was like, I didn't see that coming. I mean, it made sense, but I didn't see it. You guessed that, like, at the beginning of the movie that... Um, they were going to be related. They were going to be related, David and and, and um, uh, Grace. But I, I didn't see... I, I was like, oh, that's that's possible. I, I could, you know, that's, that's very much possible. But um, for me, it was that... Uh, she was, you know, she basically lied to David and said that she was a producer and she wasn't. She was just an assistant, assistant. And so uh, David, um, at the last minute, she told David and I figured that, you know, David wasn't going to perform for her when she finally tells him, hey, I'm not really your producer. I felt like David was going to turn against her. But the uh, part I didn't like about that was it was just I guess it was like we need some type of conflict mm-hmm. right now before the resolution you know what I mean so it was kind of like we need an inciting incident 
you know, and it, you know, it was just too, I felt like it was kind of, you know, rushed, you know, well, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it was rushed or not, but, you know. It, it didn't build up to it, it didn't yeah, build up Yeah, it didn't really, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't like a big build, because it, it is a drama, you know what I mean? Um, also, um, uh, the tension wasn't the greatest, and I guess that's what we're referring to, it didn't really have great tension, um, you didn't feel like she had a lot to lose, even when she did lose, referring to Maggie, uh, when Maggie did lose, it was kind of like, it wasn't hell for her, right. you know what I mean, like she, it wasn't dramatic, you didn't have a really a strong relationship or con- connection to any other characters, even Tracy, I love Tracy, but I didn't feel like, like I didn't see like why, why she wanted her to do more, because I didn't see where she was lacking you know why why did you think she didn't do another album what is she lacking where is she not benefiting from what she did before well no like skew did say that she when she did the last album that it didn't right. sell like how it was supposed to right i didn't see that though that's what he said but you didn't see where oh she wasn't invited here because you know she's not a hip artist or right she that, wasn't that's, it should have been focused more on her because right. every even when she got out the car when you know when she was in maggie's car People were like, oh, it's it's Grace, it's Grace. She was on billboards. Mm-hmm. Remember, like she right. was on, like so they he, set her up to make it seem like she was the biggest thing, but you know, but you all didn't of a see sudden, where she was where you where you were she was lacking it. That's yeah, you didn't much. see her lacking. Yeah, yeah, her um, like she it was like she was talking about how many star. Emmys she had. I mean, which was the Grammys? Grammy eleven. She had eleven Grammys, but so it was it wasn't like you weren't nominated this time they only went for new artists it wasn't like they didn't invite you because this is only for right me. she she was still on top that's what it looked like i didn't see yeah that's it I, I think that if they would have based the story off of grace you would have felt more compassion for right her because maggie was just like all right she you know like again maggie ain't had nothing to lose so she lost the job it wasn't like she, she right. was getting paid money and she needed the money to do anything else, she, right? Yeah, she yeah. Nothing. I mean, she just went back to a, a pops and right. it was became a DJ basically. <laughs> and then she didn't even like build herself up to like get back in the ring and fight it out. It was kind of like Grace came to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. So she didn't really. I'm trying to figure out: Did she learn anything from this? Like, only she get only thing she did was get information that. Racing, well, David I think was, she learned a little bit about the business, about what the do's and the don'ts. No, no, as a, as a character arc, like oh. like like from the beginning, you know, like yeah, she was trying to juggle everything, but then you know that she would like input certain things. But then she, Ice Cube was the like, "Hey, line get is your she own. got her shot. She got her shot to produce a song, to be a producer now." Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it didn't. She didn't really grow. I mean. It wasn't like, yeah, she lied to old boy, but it wasn't like she made it up in any type of way. Or maybe she did. Maybe that ending, when they weren't performing on stage, did she set that up? Yeah, she she um, Grace let her produce one of her songs. So right, she became right. a producer. So yeah, she yeah, rehired her as a producer and not an assistant. Yeah. So, I mean, so she, I guess got, her, she got put on she, the status, but she didn't put herself on that status. It wasn't like she... Grace took a chance with her, basically. It didn't, show, it didn't really say why Grace trusted her other than the fact that when she did it uh when she remade when she redid one of her songs that grace kind of liked it but grace gave her her shot yeah yeah and uh also uh tracy ellis ross character didn't feel that big to me like she was supposed to feel like beyonce yeah like 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 
Yeah, like a aging Beyonce. Like, right. like I don't say aging Beyonce. Sounds messed up. I say yeah, Beyonce like over Rita forty. Rita Franklin or somebody like no, that. I would say like Beyonce over forty. Because like Tracy Ellis probably like 48, 49. She's forty nine. Forty nine. So like Beyonce like forty nine. You know what I mean? Like like it, it, I didn't really feel that. Like they put her on the billboards. They had the audience sing her song. Like you liked her songs. The songs just kind of sounded average to me. It didn't they really. Were, they didn't. They didn't. It didn't really sound like you know, like like uh, what's what's the it's hard out here for? What was, the, what was that called? The movie? Oh, um, I can't. Rhythm think. and. Rhyme and flow. Yeah. Rhyme and. Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. It's <laughs> <laughs> close. <laughs> hey, well, anyway, uh, like like that, you kind of can, you know, how it was a point I was trying to make. I totally, you was kind of make that that song was really catchy. Right, right. It, it won a Grammy, didn't it? I think I think that song won a Grammy by Triple um, Six, and I think uh, I don't know. We probably probably need to check and see who was behind the music. What was the original music? And the fact that she wasn't um, she's was not original. really a pop star. She did an awesome job. Right. I'm not saying that uh, Tracy Ellis singing was bad, but it was or not good or whatever. No, I'm trying to say like the the music, like the music didn't stand out. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing about the music that was like, oh, this yeah, kind of jamming on the low. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of mentioned that. Yeah, so, and also, too, uh, you know, like, she, Tracy Ellis is too down to earth. Hustle and flow. Hustle and flow, there we go. <laughs> and uh, Tracy Ellis is too down to earth, I felt like. Yeah, she wasn't. She, you, you didn't, you can't really buy into Tracy being a diva. Like, they, they made it, they tried to make it as if she was just too much that she was just getting rid of assistance left and right because nobody was meeting her standards but you, you I, I was they were she was yeah they, they, they remember the lady the lady in the in the um in the swim house that lived in her swim house was like yeah I was in your position before and you have to you have to really focus you had to do this she likes it this way Right, but who did she get rid of? Because she had to... no, she didn't. Oh, but I mean, okay. her attitude—they were making it like she was a big diva, but she wasn't. Uh, well, well, I, I don't say she wasn't, no, 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 no. but I didn't buy it as did, being Tracy. But she didn't really act like a diva. The only she way was well in the car. Was. She kind of, but it, because it was Tracy, you didn't really, you didn't really, you didn't really believe into it. Like when she picked her up from the airport, it was like, "What the hell are you doing with that? I'm not drinking that." She was like, "But you asked for it. I'm not drinking that. You drinking that." And then when they got in the car, she was like, well, so-and-so want to work with me. How many grammars he has? That's right. He has eight. And how many I have? I have 11. So, no, he can't work with oh, me. Okay. I have 11. He only has eight. So, no, he won't be working with me. She was kind of like, it was It was supposed to have that diva mentality, but you didn't believe it because it was Tracy. Well, I, well, I guess she didn't really have that diva mentality when it came to her manager. You know what I mean? And everyone else. Like, she let everybody else dictate her, her career. You know what I mean? Like that that's like I guess that's where it kinda, you know. Um but also too, uh at times there was uh, a little forced tension, I feel like with uh with uh Maggie and Jack I felt it was a little forced because you know that she would kind of butt in certain conversations or whatever, but Jack was just already pissed, always mad and pissed off at her any dang on way. Mm-hmm. And he but he didn't notice that she he thought that she was a um intern. That's been there for a few months. But she's she's been there for how many years? Three years. Three years. So, yeah, that. So I didn't understand why Ice Cube was always pissed off with her. You know what I mean? Because 
you know, like he didn't even notice, you know, she was there that long. So it, it just didn't make sense. And it just wasn't his attitude. Yeah, well, maybe it could have been that character because he did get into it with um, with uh, Grace about certain things, you know, certain times. But he didn't like. Yeah, he did. He did say something that belittled. Well, he what yeah, he, he said did. is he was like, look, don't. When we get back up together, this time you said you was gonna listen to me because I ain't come back for this. So that meaning that, so that he, mean left. he probably left. Yeah, see, he that, left. It would have been a great story between Grace mm-hmm. and Jack. Like I don't understand why they had to like make it about. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name now. I'm about to call her uh, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie. I, you know, I don't understand why it had to be about Maggie. Like, it didn't make sense. Like, it should have been about Grace and, you know, and the supporting actor should have been Jack. And, like, like finding out why he left. You know, what was his whole reason for leaving? Did they fall out? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could still have Maggie in there, but I don't think Maggie should have been the lead. You know what I mean? It's not... I you mean, think it was a bigger story besides her? It would have been a bigger story with without... I mean, yeah, like, just with Grace. You know what I mean? Because you would have been traveling with her and you know and and you get to see what she went through but you get to see the longer version of it you know mm-hmm. because they were cut away from grace and then we get to so go so you would have liked this to be more of a series i think so it, it would have been a better series because it would have been because i thought that's what i thought it was i thought it was a series but um but yeah i i definitely definitely think that uh if it would have been focused more on grace and um, Jack, I think with the story would have been better. Um, also, uh, yeah, so yeah, so let's go to comparisons. I think that was my comparison. I would say Dream Girls, um, Wild Child, and Sparkle, of course. Okay, my comparison is Almost Famous and Hustle and Flow. Mm. So that's that's what I have. Uh, almost famous because I think if I remember the movie correctly, it was an editor or a, yeah, editor, a young boy. A young boy. He was like basically acting like an editor. He was acting like an editor. <laughs> he wasn't because he, he wasn't. He was too young. He was like sixteen or seventeen years old, and he was writing an article, article. to go into um, it was Rolling Stone. Rolling Stones. They thought that he was an adult. And so uh, he was following. Them. They were paying him. To yeah, so definitely. Yeah, so I definitely think that this because you had somebody pretending to be something that she wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? And then at the end, you know, so and then they like they, the stories around this person, you know, who is not a part of the band is a fan of the band. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and also hustle and flow as what we talked about earlier. The um, the rise, well, not, not necessarily the the rise. Well, why why did I? I said hustle and flow. It was hustle earlier. and flow because she it was kind of like they she they he took a chance with trying to put his music out, and it didn't actually right 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 right, right. <laughs> go the way that he wanted it to go. But yet it still it worked out. Right. Okay. Now the ratings. What is your ratings? Lovely Nikki Lachey. Eight Sam Cook Cook albums. Eight Sam Cook albums. Okay. Alright. Eight Sam Cook albums. Not microphones, but nope. Albums. Alright. I have to give this six and a half. Stevie Nicks ran over Jason Morello with her car jacket. <laughs> Six and a half of those. That's a lot. Uh, six and a half. Stevie Nicks ran over Jason Morello with her car 
jacket. It was a yeah. Anyway, you got to see the movie to understand that. Um, but yes, unfortunately, we were supposed to do this movie drunk. At, uh, but somebody got too drunk. Nah, too drunk. No, that's not true at all. Uh, that's how somebody, I recall. Somebody, we, we we got ready to you know to get started on the on this podcast. You know, we were drunk as a skunk. Then felt somebody wanted to fall asleep, and it wasn't me. So, uh, yeah. It wasn't me either. I wonder who fell asleep then. Yeah, who did that? Yeah, okay. Who did that? Somebody got so really drunk. One day. They were. I th- I think, you, know what? you know what? I think the Mary J. Blige one, we're going to uh, do Now, the, you know you can't hold your liquor. I don't even know why you keep talking like that. No, you can't hold your liquor. I can't wait to have you on there. You're going to be talking all crazy and goofy. I can't wait. I am such a I subtle, respectful. I can't wait till they really see who you are. I don't even really get drunk. I just mm-hmm. drink a little, and and um, I'm so mellowed out. I'm a sure. fun drunk. Okay, we'll find out. We'll find out on the next podcast. We're going to try to. Hopefully, we, we can do it next time. We're gonna, you know, and not. And hopefully, a certain person to my right won't fall asleep. And so certainly. I hope a person to my left don't get too intoxicated that they don't they can't they can't follow simple instructions or they can't focus. Doesn't that sound made up, folks? That sound like she's made that up. So I, I hope you all got that energy, that made up energy. Because what is what is the quote of the day, people? If you believe it, then it's true. <laughs> so on that note, we're oh, going to head tell, on. Can't tell folks nothing. On that note, we're going to head on out. And um, I want to say be safe out there yes. with the protesting. Black lives do matter. Black lives matter. Yes, yes, and, most definitely. Um, most we definitely. Are t- it's time for a change. Oh, yeah, it's been time for a change. We'll see if they'll listen. Um, but, yes, yeah, you all be safe out there. Remember to protect yourselves. I don't think the, the COVID virus or the Rona hasn't gone anywhere yet. Atlanta said it's over. They said that COVID-19 is over. They didn't need to get back to their life. Strip clubs is open. They didn't open Juicy Crab back up. It's over with. They tired of that shit. <laughs> ain't no ain't no more coronavirus. And, and, and you're going to Orlando. You're going to Disney World. In July. That's, that's I heard month. that, that, I heard that the coronavirus didn't exist in Florida no more. It was gone. It was gone. <laughs> Don't listen to her, folks. Continue to protect yourselves. Wear your masks. Um, wear your gloves when you're getting gas and do all of that good stuff, all right? You wear gloves when you get gas? Don't worry about what I do when I get gas. Telling all my business and stuff. All right. On that note, hopefully we'll be drunk for you next time. I'm going right. to get drunk right now. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> uh, oh, would you like to give up your information? You can find me on Instagram at LB1. Great. And you can find me at Critical Blue Reviews with a K. Critical Blue Reviews. And also you can find me at Critical Blue on Facebook. All right. So hit me up. Tell me what you think. And you guys take it easy and be safe. Be safe. Bye. One.